I met him at work when I was 20, and we've been building our life together ever since. There's been a lot of beauty mixed in with real-life victories and challenges with loads of grace. Today's episode goes into a few details about 25 years of marriage. Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Vitello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self-love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health, business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Today is a solo episode. Traditionally on the podcast, I do a Q&A session one Wednesday and the following Wednesday, I do an interview with someone. And right now I am on summer hiatus from interviews and I have some ones waiting in the wings to be released in September. So I'm thrilled about that. But for now, I thought I'd take some time during the summer to share a little bit about my story, share a little bit about what's happening for me at this time. And hopefully there are some nuggets of wisdom in there that can be translated into whatever it is you are experiencing as well. Because I do believe each one of us carries wisdom from our experiences that can impact each other in a very positive way, whether it's in our relationships or in our careers or in the way that we parent. If you haven't already heard, I've recently opened a new online community called the Elevating Women Wellness Circle. You can go to sheilabatello.com forward slash subscribe to get the link to join for free, as well as a digital gift to help you elevate your self-care. The link will also be in the show notes so you can check that out. I'm really excited about the over 100 women who have joined us already to elevate their wellness as they're going after things that are important to them in their lives. I hope you'll join us. Now on with the episode. Right now, if you've been following along, you may know and may have heard that I recently celebrated 25 years of marriage to Peter. It's such an exciting milestone because truly it marks almost 29 years of us being together. We met on the job and we used to work together. We commuted together back when I was 20 years old. And it was a really beautiful experience of being able to see each other at our best, see each other under stressful circumstances, see each other on highs and sometimes lows. And we got to know each other so incredibly quickly in all of those different circumstances. So after working together for a few years and dating and traveling and doing a lot of interesting things in our life, our work actually began in the personal development space. So that was really interesting because we knew that both of us had a desire to keep growing in our lives. And certainly being 20 years old, I had a lot of things to learn. And even now at almost 50, I have a lot more to learn, it feels like. It feels like the more you learn, the more you don't understand sometimes. And yet there's certain parts of our lives that I feel like we've locked in. 
And in our relationship, certainly we understand each other quite well after all this time together. And also we have been able to impact each other in a really positive way because where each of us has strengths, we've been able to be there for each other to use that strength to support and encourage the other person. And where we've had growth edges, We've been able to learn almost by osmosis, by being together, by seeing each other experience different things. And there's nothing like that that helps you grow that when you can find in a relationship. Back when I was 20, I was not looking to be in a long-term relationship. I wanted to just move into a career space and figure out what I wanted my life to look like. And life has a funny way of serving things up to us when we least expect it. And so as we were working together, we just really hit it off and we became friends. And I think that was one of the keys to us being able to work together and date because of the friendship that was underlying everything. It really was a strong piece in our relationship and it serves us well to this day. I actually put a post up on my Instagram last week when I was celebrating with some photos that I thought I'd share. And this is what I wrote. I met him at work when I was 20 and we've been building our life together ever since. I never could have known at the time, but my heart made a good decision in aligning our futures. We've been through many phases of our relationship and our roots grow deeper. There's been a lot of beauty mixed in with real life victories and challenges with loads of grace. The song that I wrote and recorded to walk down the aisle was entitled Eternally. Maybe it was my youthful optimism, but it has served as an aspirational intention for both of us. When people ask me how our love has lasted, all I can say is, grace aside, we were friends first. And then I went on to share a few other thoughts of what I felt has really helped us in our relationship. And I know I'm going to be adding to this list as we continue on in our relationship together, certainly as our boys are teenagers now, and as they're growing and changing, it impacts our relationship as well. So we're always going to see new sides, new versions of each other as we grow. And that makes it really exciting to be able to know that life is never just stagnant. It keeps moving, especially if you love to grow and learn new things and learn new sides of yourself and also to learn how you can serve in the world with the gifts you've been given. Each one of us has that opportunity. So I'm going to go through a couple of these points that I made. I already talked about how we were friends first. Something about being friends first has given us staying power, I believe, because we were able to enjoy doing things outside of work, we're able to enjoy certain activities and even just being together, being able to be in conversation, to be learning and growing. And really, if you if you know Peter and I, and if you meet us, you would see that we're quite different. Peter's very analytical. He's a man of few words, but when he speaks, his words have such great impact. And he's very succinct. And he has a way of sharing with you exactly what you need to know in that moment. He's got a really killer gut instinct as well that has served us well over the years. 
So I look to him for wisdom and guidance, and I'm so grateful that I can do that. And of course, (laughs) I am someone who's a little bit more outgoing. I love to chat and meet new people. Peter loves meeting new people too as well. It's just since he's with me, he doesn't really need to work so hard at it because there's always new people around. And so what's really fun is I'm able to share my energetic kind of outspoken side and being with him helps me learn to be more succinct with what I'm sharing as well. It really helps in our relationship, that's for sure. And actually where we met, I was working in a pretty much male dominated office and it helped me learn how to whittle down the important things that I needed to say. Being friends first helped us really look to those things that were important to each other. And we didn't have an agenda. I think that really made the biggest difference. The next thing on the list was we encourage each other's growth, but we don't try to change each other. And then I put in in that little post, not that my 20-year-old female conditioning didn't try at first, (laughs) LOL. When I was a young woman and in my teens and people were talking about dating and meeting the right guy and all that kind of stuff, very often I was, it was modeled for me almost, but I did hear people talking about trying to find a great guy and then molding him into the partner that you wanted them to be. But frankly, there is nothing further from the truth that is possible because we should be all able to be who we are meant to be and we should be able to show up and be loved for who we are in this moment. Do I believe in the power of people being able to grow and change? Absolutely. But that's got to come from within each individual person. And frankly, I don't want the responsibility of trying to change anybody. Do you? That's That sounds like work. And in a relationship, I think the work we should be doing is a work on our own personal selves in how to be more empathetic and compassionate, better listeners, slower to anger, quicker to forgive. These are the gifts of good relationships. Are they easy? No. That's where the work lies. And that's, we can only be asking that of ourselves. And the beautiful thing in a good relationship is that when we are showing that, often that does just rub off on the other person because they feel loved and cared for and they want to reciprocate if it is a relationship that's meant to be. So that is really interesting when you look at how two different people can come together and really balance each other out well and create a beautiful life together. Another thing that I wrote was we try to seek first to understand each other. In the heat of the moment, this this is not always easy because we have our own agendas. There's things we want. And sometimes, especially the more you know someone, the more you know which buttons to push to get what you want. But do we really want to be manipulative that way? No. Are we tempted? Oh, yes. We're tempted at times. All of us, we're human, aren't we? But ultimately, what I've found to be really powerful, and I know Peter has found this as well, is trying to ask the right questions, trying to sit in a listening stance to understand each other. And it doesn't always come easy to me. It's gotten easier over the years, but I will admit I can very easily have an idea in my head that I just want to see happen and see how I can make that happen. But what has helped our relationship is when I can actually see things from Peter's side and realize if I am in a relationship, I should want the other person to be happy as well. And so 
Is me getting what I want at all costs going to really help the relationship? Not necessarily, right? Like if it's going to create a vision of any kind, it's just not worth it to me. So seeking first to understand and listening to each other have been certainly a growth edge for me. Pete's a great, great listener, and he's got a lot of patience for me as well. And I believe we have a lot of patience for each other, and that's because of the love that is in the foundation of our relationship together. The next thing I wrote was, we don't look to each other to fulfill our every desire. That's what self-care and a variety of friends are for. Now, another thing that was modeled to me through just watching the women in my life, and not even really necessarily close relationships, but women in general, sometimes on TV, we learn so much by just looking at what's going on around us. And often I would see women trying to get every single need met from their guy. And if they were into a certain activity or sport or group of friends, their partner had to be all in on all of those things as well. And when you think about this in practical terms, it's just not sustainable because Everybody has a different purpose in your life and you have a different purpose in everyone else's life as well. And so in your relationship, it's much more easeful and gentle and kind to spend time together doing those things that both of you feel lit up by. And also to make sure that you have other outlets and things that are filling you up on your own. That is what we call autonomy. And I like to look at relationships like this. A good friend years ago told me there are like three parts to your relationship. There is two independent people, so one, two, and then there's the way you show up together. So that's like the third person in a sense. And if you're a spiritual person, there is, in like in my case, I would look at God is at the center of that relationship and God's also at the center of my individual relationship motivating me to live the way I live, and also empowering me, really. If we look at it in terms of you each in your relationship have things that you're passionate about, things that you're interested in, and you're fueling those things. So say Peter is meeting up with friends for a specific get-together, and it's really not my thing. He needs that time for himself, and I'm really encouraging of that. And then, of course, I have my connections, and I love to get together with different girlfriends and talk about different things, and each girlfriend kind of has a different flavor in my life, and it's a beautiful kind of give and take, and it's also a beautiful polarization in a nice way. When I think about polarizing, sometimes that can be a negative connotation, but I think we need those polarizing moments to keep things fresh in our lives as well and to keep our perspectives growing and changing. So we don't look to each other to fulfill all of our needs. And then when we actually do come together, we're able to talk about the different things that are going on, different experiences, things we're learning, and being able to just enjoy each other for what we bring to the relationship. The next thing I wrote was, we laugh together a lot. And I love that that has translated into our relationship with our boys as well, there's a lot of laughter. And things that we might watch together, uh, shows and things like that, there's laughter seems to be at the center to the point where we're out doing things and all of a sudden a one-liner will come flying around and we'll all just start laughing or an eye roll or something will just like capture a moment that we all experience together. And 
that is a beautiful bonding experience. And it's a reminder that we really can't take ourselves so seriously. Life can get very serious. I mean, I've shared in previous episodes, if you go way back to the beginning to the trailer and then episode one, two, three, four, I talk about some of the things that I've experienced, some of the really deep losses in my life over the last seven, eight years, and also the losses that many people have experienced through 2020 and beyond. None of us have gotten away with not losing something or not going through some kind of really stressful experience. So laughter is so important. We need to find ways to bring levity to our life. And so laughing, I find even uh, in a tense moment when we're facing something in our relationship, Peter and I can find ways to just break that tension. And laughter is usually the way. And that's when we realize, okay, this thing that maybe we were stressed out about It might be a big thing, but you know what? We're going to get through it. So far, we have after 25, 29, whatever many years we've been together. So I like to invite people into that idea that if we don't take each other too seriously and we laugh together, life can feel a lot more easeful and we can move through the emotions as well. I'm not saying bypassing the emotions if there's negative emotions to be dealt with. Like you got to have those conversations and we certainly do. In fact, one of our policies in our marriage that we talked about way before even getting married was that we would not go to bed angry with each other. And I can say after 25 years of marriage, there have been a couple of times where we have gone to bed angry at each other and we have not resolved it. But the majority of the times we have worked it out. And I got to say, I slept way better when I've worked it out before going to sleep. And that doesn't mean working it out to like every single detail and it's completely fixed. It's just having that understanding that, hey, we have something to work through. We care about each other. The love is still there and it's important. You know, we, we kind of came to a conclusion together before putting our head on the pillow. And I invite everyone into that because our sleep can get disrupted by these emotions and we are not thinking with clear heads when we're tired. So very often the very next day, everything gets worked out and life is good again. (laughs) So yes, don't take yourself too seriously and laugh together more. The next thing I wrote was, we don't even try to have all the answers. I really hemmed and hawed about even doing this podcast because I don't know what it is when I think about giving tips on how to be a great parent, how to raise amazing sons, how to have a great marriage. I think, um, well, first of all, I've not done it perfectly. And secondly, you know, you don't want to mess with a good thing. (laughs) And sometimes I just feel like I certainly don't have all the answers. So I want to provide some information just from my experience that hopefully can be an encouragement to you. Honestly, there's so many different things that we deal with in our lives that we don't have figured out. Not trying to have all the answers, it takes a lot of pressure off you, but being open to the answers that emerge, being open to hearing what other people are experiencing and being inspired by other relationships has always given me a lot of hope and it's given our relationship a lot of vibrancy as well. I will say there's various couples in our life that we look to and and we say, wow, I just love how they love each other. I love how they care for each other. I love how they show up for each other and how they show up together for other people. That's very aspirational to me. And so I realize that if it's possible for another couple, it's possible for us. 
I haven't even talked about parenting or any of that. That'll probably be another episode because certainly there's a lot to it in my life as a mom, especially as a mom who has home educated her kids from the time they were three and a half. And my oldest is now 15 going into grade 10. And my youngest, I only have two boys, is uh, 13 going into grade eight. So that's a whole other story. But I will say something that has really helped that is the fact that Peter and I were on the same page with how we wanted to raise our boys, how we wanted to parent our core principles and values. They were in line. Did we ever disagree on how to do things? Oh, goodness, yes, especially in the early days because we were both trying to figure it out. However, on the big things, really, we it's been a no-brainer for us, which I, again, I attribute that to a lot of grace because I couldn't have planned that, especially because both Peter and I come from very different upbringings. You know, he's from a Portuguese family that moved to Canada when he was three. I am from a sixth generation British Isles and France family that, you know, lived in the country with a family that, you know, was just very different and so different from Portuguese, right? And they both have beautiful gifts. And so we can bring that into our parenting and into our relationships. But I love to think about, and I marvel at really, how on the same page we are with how we're parenting. Perhaps it's because we were married for 10 years before we had kids. So we really had similar ideals and we had been through, you know, reading and seminars and a lot of things that helped us to kind of grow ourselves to an extent to the place anyway that we're ready to finally embark on parenthood. So I will share that in another episode if that's something that you're interested in. I would love to hear how this episode landed for you. I've never just kind of sat and talked off the cuff on this show because I love to be really succinct. I love to be helpful with tidbits of information that can help you move through your life and feel really connected to what's important to you and moving towards your purpose. But this one felt good. I'd love to hear how how it resonated with you. And I'd love to hear if you're in a relationship, how long have you been in a relationship? What are some fun things, fun facts about your relationship? How did you meet? I love hearing these stories. So please feel free to DM me or tag me at Sheila A. Batello on Instagram. I would love to hear. And as always, thanks for being here and rating and reviewing. I've been getting a lot of love lately in the Apple reviews and I keep it coming. It's the way these episodes get heard, especially as we're coming into interview season again in September. I can't wait to share with you some beautiful new interviews with the guests that I have interviewed so far. Have yourself a wonderful rest of your week. Big blessings. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect Podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.